December 20th, who's first? Mark chapter 9, verses 33 through 37. Then he came to Capernaum, and when he was in the house, he asked them, What was it you disputed among yourselves on the road? But they kept silent, for on the road they had disputed among themselves who would be the greatest. And he sat down and called the twelve and said to them, If anyone desires to be first, he shall be last of all and servant of all. Then he took a little child and set him in the midst of them. And when he had taken him in his arms, he said to them, Whoever receives one of these little children in my name receives me. And whoever receives me receives not me, but him who sent me. Wouldn't you hate having to answer Jesus when he asked what the argument's about? When my parents used to ask that question, I was usually quick with an answer if I believed I'd done nothing wrong. But if I'd instigated a dispute with my sister, I pleaded the fifth and remained quiet until until my parents revoked my constitutional rights and made me confess. Evidently, Jesus knew the answer to the question. He asked his disciples. They knew he knew and tried to cover it up with silence. It's not as if they were going to sweet-talk their way past Jesus. But the reason the disciples remained quiet was their dispute went against what Jesus stood for, and they knew it. Jesus was the least politically motivated man in the country, and yet here they were arguing about who was going to be first and who was going to lead. Jesus used this time as a teaching moment and corrected their thinking. The position of being number one was reserved for the one who was willing to serve and bless others. The one who would be first had to be willing to put others first. The last would be first. This concept of serving to lead was a new one to the disciples. In fact, it was a new period. No one else was preaching servant leadership. And no one else was advocating for receiving children in Jesus' name. Children were literally seen and not heard in the Jewish culture. So to equate receiving a child in Jesus' name to being the same as receiving the Lord and receiving God was a bridge too far for these guys. And yet this message of servants first was also highlighted by the Apostle John when he recounted Jesus washing the feet of the disciples. Foot washing was a lowly servant's role, not the behavior of a leader, not what you would expect from someone in authority. But Jesus stated very clearly that he did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom. This was not a corporate leadership mantra, but a God-designed model of handling authority and leadership well. Application. To listen to the talking heads of corporate America, they were the ones who discovered servant leadership. The whole idea of servant leadership sounds good, but in reality, it's a challenge to carry out. But those of us who have been made new creations in Christ have an advantage. The one we are connected to is the prime example of serving others first. Jesus was willing to be made the least, and he is now the greatest of all. Serving and blessing others does not always come naturally. If we listen to our flesh and feelings, we will typically lean toward a me-first mentality. But as we walk with the Lord, we will see more clearly that serving others is God's way. It's the best way, especially if we want to be first prayer. Lord, help me to see how to serve and bless others. How can I improve in putting others first? And thank you for not asking me to do anything that you have not done already. You are my Lord and example.